This is a Canicurio podcast by Cannabis Media, your source for cannabis and hemp license news right from the data vault. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Ed Keating. And on today's show, I'm joined by Ryan Fleming and Paul Clifford of Sage Intact. So gentlemen, could you introduce yourself for our listeners? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, my name is Ryan Fleming. Um, I'm a, an account executive here at Sage Intact. Um, my background is really uh, as, a, as a career accountant. I'm a CPA. Um, after doing some time in public accounting, I actually uh, was a Sage Intact customer myself. Um, so really just got to understand and learn the, the solution and, and uh, came over here about two and a half years ago um, to really help other companies take advantage of something I really like using in my own personal experience. Awesome. Awesome. And pleasure talking Over to you today, you, Ed. This is this is Paul Clifford from Sage Intact, based out of Austin, Texas. Have a little different background from Ryan Fleming here. Initially started off in manufacturing and supply chain, and then moved to, over to accounting, working for the likes of folks like NetSuite, Infor, and using SAP in the past. And now have a specific, you know, verticalized specialty here in, in the cannabis market here at Sage Intact. So happy to talk with you. Oh, excellent. Well, uh, I'm also in that in that narrow vertical that I like to describe as uh, the most heavily regulated agricultural vertical in the in the United yeah. States. So, um, so I wanted to learn a little bit more about Sage Intact uh, because you know you guys cover a lot of industries, and and we see this sometimes when we meet with companies that are in the space. Uh, occasionally, they may have sort of sibling divisions that have nothing to do with cannabis. So, you know, tell us a little bit more about Sage and how the, the cannabis piece fits in. Yeah, I can, I can take that. So um, you're absolutely right. We've got a lot of different industries utilizing Sage Intact. Um, uh, we're actually kind of verticalized here, uh, you know, whether it's nonprofits or a SaaS company um, or a financial services company. Where Paul and I kind of fit in is into the, the general business space. Um, and we kind of get everything that hasn't been completely verticalized here. Uh, but as part of our initiative um, over the past, you know, as, as things are legalizing and we're seeing more, you know, legalization, um, you know, in the past six months uh, legalized in my home state of New Jersey, uh, we actually kind of carved out the cannabis vertical here. And uh, the reason being is, you know, we see a lot of the same challenges that other companies are facing. They have, uh, you know, in the cannabis space, you look at, you know, seed to sale uh, organization that is everything from, you know, cultivation, manufacturing, all the way to the end user at the dispensary and being able to kind of house all that under one roof. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of why we saw uh, th this opportunity to carve out the cannabis vertical and help out cannabis companies all over North America. So how do you guys fit in with the rest of the company? Like I know in some cases when a company adds cannabis, they're sort of looked at oddly by their colleagues in the more traditional industries. Other times they're welcomed. And then third cases, they just create a separate subsidiary, whole different brand name, and, and, and they sort of shunt it off to the side. Like how do you guys fit into the sort of corporate uh, org chart there, if you will? Yeah, so uh, I mean, it's it's been a little bit of a a, a struggle getting started here because um, in in the you know our historically cannabis is is a little bit of a, a place that companies like to stay away from. Um, you know, it's it's not completely federally legal now, uh, but as as 
you know, it becomes more legalized in, in uh, the United States, um, our company has become a little bit more open to us exploring, uh, you know, the cannabis uh, space. So we do see that this is going to be a big initiative for the company, um, especially in 2021, uh, as more and more states become uh, legalized yeah. and on board. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, our experience was, I guess, somewhat similar when we started the company about six years ago. The first thing back then, you know, when it was still more of a nascent industry, people would tell a joke because you know they thought it was funny because it was cannabis, and then they think about it, and then they'd be like. Oh, wait a minute. That's a great idea. And I think so much of it is because how much growth there is in the industry. Like if it wasn't cannabis, if you had a, uh, any industry with a CAGR that we have, of course you'd want to be part of it. So it just, you know, totally makes sense. Uh, you know, do the math, follow the numbers. It's a good industry to, uh, to be in. Now, um, in terms of your customers, sort of you know, moving from, from Sage Intact to, to your customers, I was curious um, sort of how, how your customers are profiled because as we look at the industry from a license standpoint, we know that there's a lot of companies that just are solo shops. They run a, they run a, a dispensary, maybe they have a grow out in California or something like that. But we also see that some are, are way more complex where they might have multiple operations in a state or multiple operations across the country, like an MSO. So how would you characterize your customer set? You know, are, are they just uh, you know, small companies, medium, Everything in between? Small, medium, and everything in between. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, you know, we, we talk to companies that are really just kind of getting up and going. Um, they might be just cultivators or just manufacturers, um, you know, from everything from there to a full seat to sale company, uh, you know, all the way from the farm to, to the retail dispensary side of things. So, um, you know, the nice thing about intact is that we're able to house all these separate entities if you will yeah. under one roof uh and be able to you know give that company the the visibility that they need into the the full operations of their company as well as segment mm. and silo it into each of those individual arms as well as each of those individual jurisdictions so and as you look across the value chain and every state's differently but on the whole there's sort of the three big areas there's cultivation there's manufacturing and then retail dispensing uh seed to sale if you will how do those groups differ for you as you're onboarding somebody like if somebody is just say a cultivator versus manufacturing versus retail i, I imagine there's a, a different sort of onboarding protocol or just things that you have to worry about how, you know how, how does that how does that look So from my perspective is each of those companies at their foundation will have to have an accounting system. But this is also one of the things that's really exciting about the cannabis industry in general is the complexity of different companies and what their needs are. So Ryan and I have partnered with multiple different companies to identify what a extractor needs versus someone who's just doing retail. Hmm. So we partner with folks where Sage Intact might not have all the solutions, to make sure that they have a pointed solution that's able to address that that specific market. That makes sense. That makes sense. And and of those three, are, are have you found any to be more challenging than the others? Like manufacturing is really tough, or because of your background in manufacturing, maybe it's an easy one because you're like this is just like pharma or this is just like whatever. But did any of those three present any challenges that are more challenging than than the other two? In my opinion, once you become vertically integrated and you're really a part of the entire value chain, 
that adds complexity. And that's gonna be across the board with any industry, not just uh, in cannabis. So when you have um, completely you know, aligned value chains, you know, they have every type of license, that's where many pointed solutions come together. And the idea with Sage Intact is we're built on an open API. So we can connect into all these different solutions to collect information from it. So it gets back to your financial record, which then goes into a whole other, whole other topic of you know, audit and making sure you have the right records in your financial system in case Uncle Sam comes knocking on the door. <laughs> uh, which he will. Um, so uh, one of the pieces of research that we've been gathering over the last couple of years is what type of accounting software do license holders use? And to nobody's surprise, I think, you know, from a small business standpoint, it's a lot of QuickBooks. Um, I, I, you know, I, I always joke, I, I wonder who the product manager is uh, over, over at uh, Intuit and does he or she know that uh, they've got thousands of installs in, in the cannabis industry. But, but I'm just kind of curious for, from, you know, your perspective, sort of, you know, what's the point of differentiation and, and who do you target as you look across this industry that has, you know, like 50,000 active licenses across cannabis and hemp and, 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 you know, maybe let's say 30,000 businesses that may have multiple licenses. Like how, how do you pick and choose and, and, and segment your market? Yeah. So the, uh, the you're absolutely correct. The, the, you know, these companies do have multiple licenses. Many times we'll see, you know, these, these licenses, each individual license is actually set up as additional, uh, as a separate entity, um, which means with QuickBooks, you're setting up a separate QuickBooks file every single time. Um, you can kind of, yeah, so you, you can kind of uh, understand or, or think about, you know, a, a vertically integrated company that has, you know, say eight farms, three or four dispensaries, cultivation and, and a manufacturing arm, you know, very well uh, can become 20 to 30 separate legal entities. Uh, and, and that means, you know, 30 to 40 separate QuickBook files, right? Where they're, and maybe these, these companies are also transacting with each other. So uh, maybe the manufacturer is selling to the, uh, the packager who's selling to the dispensary. Mm -hmm. uh, and now you've got these intercompany transactions. So you have to have a separate QuickBooks file open up uh, for each of these entities and you're booking that transaction on both ends. So what we found is, uh, you know, the same challenge across, really across the board with these cannabis companies that are looking to aggregate all of their business arms under one umbrella and be able to really roll that up uh, at their fingertips. It's, it's interesting because some of the themes I've heard from uh, you both today is cannabis business is like any other business, it needs to have an accounting system. And a lot of these challenges you're facing in other industries as well. So it's so I imagine when you're meeting with CFOs and controllers, there's probably a lot of head nodding, like, yeah, we have six, uh, six QuickBooks integrations and yeah, or, or, or were you in our yeah. last staff meeting last week and we didn't see you there. So yeah, that, that's, uh, that, that's great though. I mean, cause you can feel their pain and sort of, you know, show them how it works from, from other, um, from other uh, places. Now uh, one company, that uh, we had talked about previously was your work with uh, Kiva Confections. And I was curious if you could tell us about sort of what, what their experience was like and, and sort of fun to talk about them because they're a brand that I think a lot of people know and, uh, you know, multi-state, et cetera. So what, what was that kind of success story like for, for, for Sage Intact? 
Yeah, so I actually, I sat down with Elliot Wu, who's the uh, Senior Director of Accounting last month over at Kiva. Um, so I, I'm sure many of your, the listeners here are familiar with Kiva, one of the premier uh, brands in California, specializing specifically in edibles from you know, gummies to uh, mints. Um, and, and as when I think of Kiva, I think of chocolate. Um, so when they came to us, they were facing a lot of those similar problems and challenges that we see in the cannabis space. You know, first and foremost, one thing that we've been talking about is, is the multi-entity challenges. So, you know, Kiva does operate in multiple uh, jurisdictions. They've got a couple different legs, you know, and for tax purposes, they do have a separate entity for manufacturing, a separate entity for distribution, um, a separate entity for their shared services, right? So you can imagine the nightmare of aggregating all that data and trying to report and, and get those business insights. Uh, and, you know, by automating that close for them and, and uh, the consolidation, we were actually able to cut their month-end close in half. So that's half the time back that their folks can now spend, you know, looking forward rather than in the rearview mirror to make those, those quick uh, and timely business decisions. Wow, that's, uh, that, that, that's impressive. Those numbers are, are hard to argue with. Um, Many years ago, I worked on software that helped companies uh, file their SEC filings, and we had sort of similar metrics. And it just, you know, your point about being able to look forward instead of back, I think, is, is, is very powerful. Now, one trend that we've been seeing a lot of, especially this year, but over the last six to nine months, is you know mergers and acquisitions. So we've got the multi-state operators, and then we also have these single-state operators that you know are getting multiple licenses in a state and. I'm kind of curious, you know, sort of building on what you said before, how do you help tame that chaos? Because in that case, there might not be a bunch of QuickBooks files laying around. They, they may already be perhaps more sophisticated. And I know one research firm pointedly asks uh, companies in, in the space, you know, have you normalized your software yet? Like, do you have one point of sale system or eight, you know, and, and how does that work for you all as you're working with an MSO or an SSO that is starting to, to build, you know, where they're already a complex organization? Yeah, so I, it's, it's funny because it also kind of depends as, as more states kind of come on board, um, you know, a lot of states as you, as you, yeah. as we've actually talked about in the past and you know, they, they offer limited licenses. So it's a lot of those big guys kind of going out and acquiring those licenses. So for them, uh, and one of the, many of those big guys are already leveraging Sage Intact, it's pretty simple because it, we do have a shared term accounts, we share vendors, customers, all these things across entities so that when they do roll out a new entity in uh, another state or in, in within their state, it's really just as simple as duplicating your previous instance and you could be up and running on that entity uh, within moments, within minutes, rather than um, you know months. Well, I, I imagine you know that's got to be a, a great source of comfort for these people that the onboarding process is, you know, hopefully pretty straightforward for them. And if those other entities are not in the Sage intact uh, ecosystem yet, is it easy to bring them in? I mean, I'm, I'm sure that you know. Lots of companies have to do this where they're switching systems, but you know, what, what is that process like? Because I imagine there's a, a little bit of arms and legs work to, to make that go smoothly. That's the beauty of Sage Intact because once you have your initial environment or company set up, adding additional entities is as simple as, as Ryan alluded to. It can take minutes because you are sharing a chart of accounts. You are sharing customers. 
So for the folks that are acquiring new businesses that maybe have historical history in the past, it's as simple as getting your trial balances from, from those prior years, data dumping it into the environment so that you have historical record of what you've done in the past. And then now you're just gonna start moving forward and start using the system so that all the complications about consolidations, scalability, it, it really isn't a problem with inside of Sage Intac. Oh, that's great. That's great. So uh, looking out at the industry broadly and, 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 and dialing back a little bit from Sage, um, we've alluded to this already that we have new states coming on board, whether it be med, rec, or in some cases of both. Um, you know, for us, it means there's going to be new license information that we hope to gather and if, if the state's going to make it available. Uh, but for, you know, as somebody who used to work in tax publishing many years ago, you know, if a new state comes on or new municipal tax codes, you know, there's some complexity there. So how do you onboard that information? Like, all right, there's a new state. What does it mean for Sage Intact? And, and what do you have to do to, to make sure that you're up and running and your clients are up and running too, because now New Jersey is a thing. Yeah. Uh, so the, 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 the thing with each of these states is like a lot of the, the, the regulations are all around, you know, inventory tracking. Um, you know, you've got to be, uh, you know, you've got to connect to a system like a bio track or a metric. Um, and those are things that we have partners who, who we kind of rely on these other, you know, seat to sale supply chain management who, who solutions that will integrate with solutions like metric. Um, so we're not going to be the folks who are integrating directly to those mm -hmm. uh, state compliance um, solutions. So really for us, you know, we can tap into any state, um, really any country, uh, you know, without, with, with very little work on our end to prepare in order to do that. We're going to kind of be ready to roll that out and, and go. We already have, because you got to remember, we have uh, companies that are, are running in every state already that are not Kansas. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's got to be of comfort as you bring on new customers to say, yeah, we're already in this state and we've been doing it for other related industries in healthcare, biotech or other HIPAA right. compliant industries, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, interesting. Now, uh, before we're talking about um, audits, and I think it, while I was learning more about Sage Intact, it, uh, somebody on your team had the point uh, in the cannabis world, it's not a question of if you'll be audited, but when? So could you tell us about that? Like, is the prevalence way higher? Like, is your division, you know, having to deal with uh, more audits than, let's say, your colleagues in pharma or, or some other more traditional industry? I think so. And when you talk to folks that are on the ground floor at these different cannabis companies, folks will come to their different facilities and, and just kind of ask for your different financial works. So it's, it's much more highly regulated than a normal company that's just saying, mm. you know, a wholesale distributor buying, selling things. There's, there's something about the cannabis space that Uncle Sam just really wants to have a, a tight grip yeah. on, at least for yeah. the time being. Yeah, yeah, interesting. And, and you know, I, I wonder too, with the issues of sort of these local taxes, like in Massachusetts, they're kind of famous for having these payments to, to local towns, the host agreements, um, you know, how those, you know, factor in from, you know, is there really, is it a tax or something else? Because they're rather unique and they're particular to, you know, each and every license. So uh, I, I think those are on the wane, but it, it may be, it, it may be uh, an issue that, that comes into play. Um, now, and the other thing that I wanted to ask is, 
how can you help these businesses plan? Like in terms of, uh, you know, if they move more things at the cost of goods sold, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like where do they need to make sure that they're really being careful? Because I, from what I understand, you know, certain labor, you can actually write off if, if it's, uh, if it's the right kind of labor, but I, I don't want to expound on that. I'll, I'll, I'll let the experts talk about that, but I, I understand that there are differentiations that are really critical uh, so that you're keeping, you know, accurate, you know, time and, and counts of your employees. Yeah. So I think that's a great segue to start talking about, you know, what 280E is, how yeah. Sage Intact can help with, with uh, regulating 280E with inside of your accounting and financial system. So, for folks that aren't familiar with 280E, it's a really unfair uh, law that, that allows, does not permit cannabis or flower touching companies to deduct normal operational expenses. So like those things could be employee salaries. Those things could be health insurance premiums. A normal company can go ahead and deduct those, which makes their effective taxable income lower. So at the end of the day, these cannabis companies are paying more in tax just because they're a cannabis company. So what Sage Intact does is we track, we can, we can get information into the system about how many hours of a salaried employee have gone into making the product, which can then roll into your cost of goods sold. Cost of goods sold can be deducted. So what that inevitably does is reduce your taxable income mm -hmm. and Uncle Sam's going to always get his money, but in this case, we're going to reduce that so that we're paying him the right amount based off of true metrics. Excellent. Excellent. And doing it in such a way to avoid those audits we talked about earlier, hopefully. So. And, and the beauty of it is when we do those different transactions, there's going to be a full trail of the number, how we got the cost of goods sold so that if you do have an intensive audit and they want to get to the minute detail of how you got those costs of goods sold, maybe even per week, per month, we can, wow. we can file all those transactions and show you exactly how it happened. Excellent, excellent. Um, well, speaking of software, I wanted to also ask questions of how your team uses Cannabis Media because you're, you're our clients and you know, we always are happy to hear how we can you know, assist you all in, in meeting your goals. So could you tell us how you use the Cannabis Media database? Yeah, so it was actually back in, I guess, October that I reached out to you guys initially, um, and, and uh, we, we officially launched Cannabis here um, after going through the whole procurement process uh, back in January. So we're, we've got our own internal tools here that we use, things like you know, CRM and, and various outreach tools, uh, and we're kind of using Cannabis as a way to generate uh, leads uh, and, and spit out these these lists that are are directed at you know the parameters with the parameters that we're looking to to, to go after. Uh, we're taking those lists and using our own internal tools um, to come up with that contact information, put together messaging, uh, and go after these uh, cannabis companies um, that can really you know really benefit from Sage and Tap and use our help. So uh, that's kind of getting under the underway right now. We're preparing yep. for it and. Uh, uh, aside from that, I just love using cannabis to log in every morning, look at the news feed and, and uh, see what's going on out there. Excellent. Excellent. That's, that's always great to hear. Now, uh, in terms of Sage Intact, let's, you know, we talk a lot about looking forward. Let's look forward for, for, for you all. Uh, any new modules or enhancements you'll be rolling out that, uh, that, that our listeners uh, would want to know about? 
Yeah, so it's it's actually the thing with Sage Intact is it, it really is this living, breathing uh, machine. So you know, a lot of these older solutions out there, and what differentiates Intact from those is that Intact really is a true cloud-based solution, uh, founded and born in the cloud, um, and and that's different than these on-premise solutions. That the day that you install it really is the day that 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 solution starts to to die and fade away. Um, with Intact. You know, our entire customer base is always on the same version of the solution. Uh, and we're doing, we do something like four uh, releases. We do a release each quarter with about 50 enhancements each release. So there's always things that, are, that we're improving on to, to make the lives of accountants um, simpler. Uh, and one of the specific directions that we're going in today is more AI-powered tools. So, you know, we just, we just launched our Sage Intelligent Time that's going to, you know, help folks um, as they're you know, doing work and, and whatever it is, they, we can kind of identify those projects that they're working on and recommend uh, the amount of time they're spending on it um, versus then keep, keeping it uh, uh, you know, on the side or, or, or writing everything down and losing it. Um, and now we're, we're uh, launching actually the Sage Intelligent GL where we'll actually go through and find different anomalies um, that, that have been booked into, you know, say, uh, you know, your marketing expenses, 100k or 10 percent more than than the, uh, the prior month for for salaries like why is that and we can kind of pinpoint those so that you can get ahead of problems in front of them rather than waiting uh, until the end of the month and, and figuring out that something went wrong oh that's excellent and then from my perspective two things that we're starting to see with customers you know these are through active conversations with folks that are looking for new accounting or just different systems in general is folks are looking for a subscription model. So the cannabis space, we traditionally think about going into a store or even getting it delivered to our house with uh, the different products. Folks are trying to get into the subscription model where you get a package every month and now people are gonna be paying you recurring revenue. So Sage Intact does have functionality that's already been built in because we work with technology companies and that's very prevalent in the technology space. And then with medical, you know, we have a, a big healthcare presence. Folks want to have HIPAA compliant data, you know, PHI inside of the accounting system now so they can see, you know, maybe the different diagnoses and actually see the services that they're providing for these different patients or patrons and see the profitability of those different folks. So it's being able wow. to do things like that inside of your accounting system that gives you a different lens to see the profitability of your organization. Oh, well, that is excellent. Uh, and it sounds like uh, your customers have a lot to look forward to in the coming months. So thank you for joining us today, Ryan and Paul. It was a pleasure getting to know you and Sage Intact. And um, thanks so much for uh, all our listeners for joining us on the podcast as well. I'm your host, Ed Keating. Stay tuned for more updates from the Data Vault. <laughs>